Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 442, Spending and Withdrawals During Early Retirement, a real-world example, part one, by J.D. Roth of moneyboss.com. And I am Dan, your host here on the show. I'm here each weekday reading to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And today's episode is the start of a two-parter. It's a bit longer than usual, so what I'll do, as I often do, is read the first half today and then finish up the rest for you tomorrow. And don't forget, we give away books to random people on our mailing list on the first of every month. So if you're not on our weekly newsletter list yet, please do check it out. It's totally free, the newsletter. Uh, Just come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address to join. That's oldpodcast.com. Now, let's get to it. Let's hear part one of JD's post and start optimizing your life. Spending and Withdrawals During Early Retirement, A Real-World Example, Part 1, by J.D. Roth of moneyboss.com. The 4% Rule One of the fundamental ideas behind financial independence and early retirement is that there's a safe withdrawal rate, a pace at which you can access your investments so that your nest egg will last for 30 years or longer. For simplicity's sake, a lot of folks talk about the 4% Rule. Generally speaking, it's safe to withdraw 4% from your portfolio every year without the risk of running out of money. This rule manifests itself here at Moneyboss when I say that you've reached financial independence once you've saved 25 times your annual spending, 33 times your annual spending if you want to be cautious. In August, William Bengen, who first proposed the 4% rule in a 1994 article, participated in an Ask Me Anything discussion at the Financial Independence subreddit. Here's the top question and answer from that thread. Question, quote, Is the 4% rule still relevant in today's economy? What safe withdrawal rate would you recommend for someone planning for longer than 30 years of retirement? End quote. Answer, quote. The 4% rule is actually the 4.5% rule. I modified it some years ago on the basis of new research. The 4.5% is the percentage you could safely withdraw from a tax-advantaged portfolio like an IRA, Roth IRA, and 401k the first year of retirement with the expectation you would live for 30 years in retirement. After the first year, you throw away the 4.5% rule and just increase the dollar amount of your withdrawals each year by the prior year's inflation rate. Example, $100,000 in an IRA at retirement. First year withdrawal, $4,500. Inflation first year is 10%, so second year withdrawal would be $49.50. Now, onto your specific question. I find that the state of the economy had little bearing on safe withdrawal rates. Two things count if you encounter a major bear market early in retirement, and or if you experience high inflation during retirement. Both factors drive the safe withdrawal rate down. 
My research is based on data about investments and inflation going back to 1926. I test the withdrawal rates for retirement dates beginning on the first day of each quarter, beginning with January 1st, 1926. The average safe withdrawal rate for all those 200 plus retirees is, believe it or not, 7%. However, if you experience a major bear market early in retirement, as in 1937 or 2000, that drops to 5.25%. Add in heavy inflation as occurred in the 1970s, and it takes you down to 4.5%. So far, I have not seen any indication that the 4.5% rule will be violated. Both the 2000 and 2007 retirees who experienced big bear markets early in retirement appear to be doing okay with 4.5%. However, if we were to encounter a decade or more of high inflation, that might change things. In my opinion, inflation is the retiree's worst enemy. As your time horizon increases beyond 30 years, as you might expect, the safe withdrawal rate decreases. For example, for 35 years, I calculated 4.3%. For 40 years, 4.2%. And for 45 years, 4.1%. I have a chart listing all these in a book I wrote in 2006. If you plan to live forever, 4% should do it. End quote. That's some helpful information, and it comes directly from a man who's been researching this subject for 25 years. Obviously, it's no guarantee that a 4% withdrawal rate will hold up in the future, but it's enough for me to continue suggesting that you're financially independent once your savings reaches 25 times your annual spending. But here's the catch and the reason I'm writing this article. From my experience, spending in early retirement is not a level thing. It fluctuates from year to year, and sometimes it fluctuates wildly. The fundamental problem with the 4% rule. Earlier this month at Our Next Life, Tanya wrote that the fundamental problem with the 4% rule for early retirement isn't the 4% rule. She writes, the fundamental problem with any safe withdrawal rate is the underlying assumption of level spending over time. And you don't have to be planning for dirtbag years followed by larger living years as we are to be looking ahead to increasing costs in the future. You could be the most disciplined budgeter of all time and still need to plan for your spending to change over time. The problem, Tanya says, is that many costs especially costs for large expenses, can outpace inflation. Healthcare costs, for example, have been skyrocketing for years, so has the cost of higher education. Housing costs, too, have been increasing faster than inflation and their historical average. Meanwhile, social security and private pensions haven't been keeping pace with inflation. That's one reason that, like many of you, I don't even consider social security when calculating my retirement figures. Yes, I look at my projected benefits now and then, but to me, any future social security payments will be a bonus, not part of my actual calculations. For Tanya and Mark at Our Next Life, the solution to this fundamental problem is to take a two-phase approach to early retirement. One, the first two decades, starting in just a few months, will be their dirtbag years. During this time, they'll have to rely on money from regular taxable investment accounts. In order to maximize the chances of their money lasting, they plan to live lean. They'll still enjoy life, but they'll do so on a reduced budget. Two. Gradually, they'll introduce rental income. Then, when they turn 60, they'll have access to tax-advantaged retirement accounts. Plus, of course, they should still have some money in taxable accounts. At this time, they intend to increase their spending. I like the approach that Tanya and Mark are taking because it builds in the expectation that spending is going to increase as they age, whether they like it or not. Some of this increase will come because they'll get tired of living with less, but some of it will also come from external forces, from inflation, from the cost of healthcare. I think they're being smart. My experience with early retirement spending. Hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Spending and Withdrawals During Early Retirement, a real world example by J.D. Roth of moneyboss.com. 
If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. And I will, of course, finish up this post for you tomorrow. And before we go, if you want to be a part of our book raffles, plus get some free spreadsheet tools as well as a video tutorial and more, all for free, please come by oldpodcast.com and join our weekly newsletter family. We'd be happy to have you. That's oldpodcast.com. And that's it for today. Have a great Tuesday if you're listening in real time, and I will see you in tomorrow's show. That's where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.